Put on your seatbelts. We got the keys to the spaceship. It's time to go for a ride. Stay tuned, stay big. It's this new thing for people, and they're sometimes afraid of new things that they don't understand. I'm assuming you enjoy rapping with people like this. I it's love it. This is exactly why I live life. Welcome to the Baker Cast. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Aloha, guys. Good to see you out here on the floor, on the streets. Doing the grind, getting to witness the function of the whole industry here. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now. We're changing the world that we're living in, and it starts with one butt at a time. Thank you for joining us. On the next episode of the Baker Cast, we have an interview with Josh Young coming up, a grower for Jerome Baker Cannabis in Humboldt County, California. I want to give a shout out to him. We met with him at the Dream Factory during MJ BizCon. That's right, 721 South First Street in the heart of the Arts District. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Warning. Please keep battery to children. And for use, by adults 21 years of age and older. LBS Distribution. Re-up in California. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Check out our past podcast content on DromeBaker.shop and try the new Drone Baker cannabis today. This is the Baker Cast, the official Drone Baker podcast. That's right, DroneBaker.shop. I'm here with Josh Young, Earth Green, Humboldt Master Grower. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing real good. I wanted to introduce you to the show because you play a big part in what we do here at Drone Baker with the new Drone Baker cannabis and being that you help grow this cannabis. I do. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about how you met Jason Harris. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's always an interesting question. It's, uh, it's funny because we were around the same circles for a really long time. Okay, sure. And, and, and I knew I knew a couple of his boys or whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we got this one kind of rascally friend. And uh huh. But I went to buy a surfboard one day. And uh. I had a whole bunch of weed I needed to sell. And yeah. But the kid I was buying a surfboard from was like, dude, you, you gotta just. And then uh, when we met, he was like, oh, you, you're from, you're from Maine. He's like, you know my buddy so so. I'm like that motherfucker. And he's like, oh yeah, you know him then. What year was this, Josh? Uh, 2011. Okay, cool. That's cool. And so we, uh, our kids. Both of our kids were pretty young at that point. Yeah. And um, so the kids kind of been growing up together in Maui for all these years. Oh, cool. Cool. So that's kind of been the chip business family scene. Like from everybody that I've, that, I, that I've heard about, that I've known, just incredible energy. Now, tell me a little bit about some of these uh, genetics that you're growing here for um, Jerome Baker, some of these flavors. Okay, so, um, well, everything I grow is my own show. Right. So, um, Basically, a long time ago, I, I had a, de- a sour on the East Coast that I had since like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And when I came to Humboldt, I brought that with me. It was a weird era uh-huh. where um, sour was becoming a big deal. Like it already been a big yeah. deal for me for a lot of years. 100%. But it became this big deal and all of a sudden like, shit just started getting weird like everyone thought that their sour was this i was gonna say do you remember the first time you actually ran into the like the actual sour diesel i mean this was like early that's the thing like so one of my buddies from vermont actually 
had it because I was actually when it first was was hitting in, in NYC in like the late 90s uh-huh. I was growing this great white shark and I was actually selling shit in New York City at like 450 an ounce up the board yeah 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 so I was like fuck that diesel fuck <laughs> sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. then um, I went to prison for a couple years and when I got out I didn't have my own weed obviously and so I um, I got some diesel from one of my friends so then I was paying 450 an ounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we got that down to 400. And then finally, so I got out in, um, I guess, January. And then by September, I bought a new house. Mm-hmm. And I think I was at the house about five days. And my buddy, Mr. Gray, he's a big glass blower, brought me the cut. Cut came, it came from AJ. It didn't come directly from him. But, but it was the same family. Yeah. The same the same sour diesel family. Yeah, the real skunkier one. And how does the relation with that and the and the Chem family? I noticed that those two families are very well close together as far as their genetics, right? I would imagine that it's they're just hybrids of each other's. Okay. To me the sour has way more punch than Chem. Mm-hmm. You know? Head and flavor. Oh dude, there's nothing like the original sour diesel. Yeah. So my buddy showed up and and he was like the plants were all like kind of beat up and shit. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I guess it's sour, bro. And I looked at it and the sour has this little tiny little curl to the end of the leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This little tiny point that curls. And I knew that my buddy sour had that and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's the shit. That's the re- Yeah, yeah. And so then, so that was, like I said, that was probably like the 20th of September. So I think I harvested on December 29th or something. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've been in jail for a couple of years. I had my own weed. I'd been in trouble before that. Like, shit had been kind of fucked. So, when I harvested this shit, dude, I got so fucking high because I hadn't had my own weed in so long. I didn't even, re- I didn't even replant the shit for 45 days. No way. I was just getting lit. <laughs> what year was this? Uh, 2005. 2005. That's incredible. So now take us to, you know, in the in the time machine, fast forward to where we're at right now. Well, so we brought the sour to Humboldt. Yeah. Drove cross country with it. The original. Brought, yeah, I brought five, five little babies with me. Wow. The original sour diesel, too. And we, like, buried it in the bottom of a fucking U-Haul. Wow. Truck. <laughs> and, uh, like I said, I got to Humboldt. The sour was really starting to pick up speed, and like all of a sudden, everyone had their sour. Yeah. Sour. Yeah. And I was seeing a lot of this um, sour from Sonoma. Uh huh. And that was actually the the okay the Kim family I know was telling me about that sour. That's what I'm talking about. And so I think. I just think that maybe it's like a little diluted version or maybe... Somebody said they found it at a bag seed at a, a dead show in Boulder. There's a, there's a whole bunch. There's a couple different stories with that one. There's a, yeah, we yeah. got some good ones. Yeah, I bet. I've, I've definitely traced it all the way there down the thing and yeah, we've, we've, we've went with both sides of the family. Sure. And, well, you know both sides, you know, so, so you got to hear both sides, which I think is incredible. That's kind of why I asked you that, you know. So you took the original sour up to Humboldt. What are some what's what are some other cultivars or, you know, well, so what I that you have? Was I, I had this um, I had this one that I was kind of fucking with when I got to Humboldt because like, the sour was even though it was banging, it was still like you needed to have a, a customer that wanted sour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, everyone wanted OG. Okay. 
especially where you were in California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. sour, for me, sour was always great because you can always get like full price for it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, like I usually get more for more money for my weed than most people, but. What, like if I if I would bust out some sour and be like whatever the market is yeah. there it is just throw it in dude it's yeah, yeah. flying yeah and so um so I start but like I said there was all these little sour wars going on like sure. I had this kid working for me he brought five fucking different sours to my property <laughs> I'm like that the probably sour could... we got is what got us here <laughs> yeah. he's like I got this sour that sour that. Yeah. you're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and so, that probably causes the issue because then it kind of gets mixed in with your sours. It can. Yeah. yeah. If you're not careful. If you don't take it. If you take it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but so I what I did was I made a um, I did like a hybridized OG. Yeah. 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 I had this um, it was a uh, Afgui. Oh no. Yeah. Afgangu, the G O O. Yeah. The Afgu isn't Afghani. It's just like a really killer one. Dude, I love that. What? Yeah, that shit was nasty. You open the jar up of that, and you're like, "What is that?" Yeah. Myrcene, probably like some of the terps and, and carophyllene, lemonine, primarily those three that are in OG Kush. I've been a, a terp nerd lately. I've been really just trying to dig in onto terpenes and figure out what terpene profiles are working and how we can uh, benefit from that. So I took the Afgui. Well, my buddy's actually the one who did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so stoked when I gave it to everyone. Sure. Shit. <laughs> So we, he took this Afgui and OG. And yeah. It was fucking bombing. So I was like, okay, this is a nice thing to work with because it'll go, it'll go in a deal. You know, like you can bag it up and throw it in a pile in an OG deal, and it'll go through. You know. Hundred percent. And so. Because um, it's loud. Yeah. So I started loud. working with that, and then I took it with the sour, and so I took it, I took it to the sour three times, and then on the third one. I did a, a little tester where I had maybe like 40 plants or something, and I um, I just threw them under a couple lights in a tent, and I, I, I cut all the tops, mm -hmm. I bagged them all individually, mm -hmm. labeled them, took notes, smoked them for a month or so, and so then like my number one pick didn't um, survive the revenge, mm -hmm. but my number two pick, it was the number nine, and that shit was fucking foul. Yeah, it was just like total skunk. The skunk number nine. Some skunk ass shit. Some skunk. And so, um, so then I just, I kind of shelved it for a long time because, like I said, you got to find specific buyers and all this shit for the diesel. Hmm. But then, um, when I decided I really needed to get away from just the straight cushions and start pushing some more. Just, you know, some exotic turf yeah. situation. And luckily, one of my friends was helping me, and he was really pushing it. And I'd also, I'd, I'd went over to, we had a little cup over in Maui, mm -hmm. and my boy that was putting it on was like, you know, come down. And I was like, fuck, I didn't bring, I don't have any fucking solid shit with me. And he's like, just bring what you got, bro, you know? Yeah. So I bring this shit down, and fucking, I'm sitting at this celebrity judge table, you know, with guys like, fucking respect and shit. Yeah. My fucking weed sucks, dude. <laughs> no. It wasn't like the worst. You're like, I gotta do something. Yeah, I gotta tighten this shit back up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's like all my, all the competitions I used to do were like, you know, around like 2009, 10, 11 mm -hmm. and shit. And so we started getting, we were getting real strong competition-wise, but 
I was on the run at the time, and there just wasn't much marketing the situation. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, no, I have no time for that right now. Yeah. That's amazing. And so then you had the the skunk number nine, right? Is this what we have right here that we're looking at here? Uh, this is some of this mandarin skunk we got. Mandarin skunk. That's incredible. He can roll a pretty good joint and podcast at the same time. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> pretty impressed. I brought one. Josh, tell me a little bit about growing up in Humboldt. That's, that's an incredible experience. Well, see, the thing about Humboldt is <clears throat> the reason we can grow some of the best herb in the world in yeah. Humboldt yeah. is because uh, of, our, of our climate. Yeah. Basically, we have sunshine from, from May to November, you know? <laughs> and... Uh, and really what it is that brings out the turps and really makes our our um, humble canvas stand out a little more is these um, temperature um, fluxes. Okay. So the fluctuation from a daytime temp to a nighttime temp. So the, the, the plant actually likes to sleep. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wants to rest. And so if it gets a nice chilly night, you know, it just, it's like us. It sleeps a little, it doesn't sleep that good, it's all hot. Yeah, it's like, oh, it was hot. Yeah. That's how we can really, you know, I mean, for me at least. I mean, I've, I've grown, I've grown cannabis on both coasts. I've grown it in the Midwest. I've grown it in Hawaii. Uh-huh. And it definitely grows the best in Northern California. I absolutely concur. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be other places on the planet, I'm sure of, but as far as the United States goes, that's where we grow. Well, that tastes good. That's That's, a, that's what really makes me <coughs> laugh about all everywhere. Well, dude, the reason they didn't grow weed there is because it's not a good place to grow weed. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Hear our past content on JeromeBaker.shop. Did you try the new Jerome Baker cannabis? This is the Baker Cast. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Hear our past podcast content at JeromeBaker.shop. Did you try the new Jerome Baker cannabis yet? Welcome to the Baker Cast. Warning. Please keep out of reach of children and for use by adults 21 years of age and older. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now. Right. We're changing the world that we're living in and it starts with one butt at a time. Thank you for joining us. Here's my next question. What's the definition for the term exotic when it comes to these plants? I've seen people slapping that term on something and throwing that term loosely around like, this is exotic. Well, what what is exotic? Well, I mean, for me, exotic was like the tangies and Skittles yeah. and stuff. Like, really what I like is... Uh, I like, a, like Blissful Wizard. I like a little, a little a, like a little bit of fruit with a lot of bit of gas. Okay. So something that's like hard to find, is that exotic? So is it like, or is it like a, is it like a far away fruit or sort of I'm trying to wrap my finger around this on the podcast right now so we can help decipher this because 2021 is just a stepping stone for the the future i um i want to see people from all over the world coming to las vegas not a lot of people have real sour diesel listen sometimes i feel like i'm channeling energy and what i produce are the keys to the spaceship this is the baker cast 
the official Jerome Baker podcast, JeromeBaker.shop. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Hear our past content at JeromeBaker.shop. Make sure to check out the new Jerome Baker cannabis today. Welcome to the Baker Cast. Warning. Please keep out of reach of children and for use by adults 21 years of age. We are the voice of the cannabis community. It's a cannabis revolution right now. We're changing the world that we're living in, and it starts with one bite at a time. Thank you for joining us. I'm Adam Steller. Make sure to stay tuned, stay baked. Here are past content at dronebaker.shop. Try the new Drone Baker cannabis today. My exotic is that you gotta taste the rainbow, you know? You gotta have the Skittles or something. Okay, okay, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I keep on getting different terms for this, but they're all right. None of them are wrong. Beautiful. You know? Um, Josh, what's your favorite cultivar that that maybe you don't grow that you would like to get your hands on? So maybe it's, there's some other growers that are listening. They're like, yo, Josh, I got you. Kind of like one of those things, you know, I've been doing it my whole life. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not really looking for anyone. Anything specific? You're not looking for anything? in particular but wouldn't it be cool if you stumbled upon something and kind of made something that nobody has you know have the next big 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 thing you know call call your shot like Babe Ruth I think like well, I mean, I got you have it. the capability yeah. I mean I got it I got it. This, this Mandarin stuff this, this, this is it we're smoking it right now alright he's yeah. calling Josh is He's putting his uh, bat to the sky like Babe Ruth would have. He's <laughs> calling a shot right here with the, with the Mandarin skunk yep. 100% earth green grown out of Humboldt California <laughs> Wow, I'm still. <laughs> I've been working on this, like a tangy that I'm happy with, yeah. like a, something that has a tangy in it that I, I love. It. I think uh, 2014 maybe is when I started fucking with it. Yeah, it actually it had some mishaps with it too. I think like the G13, the New York City Diesel makes up a tangerine kind of a terpene profile. I read. But there's also that fake diesel that Soma has that oh. tastes like ta- that tastes okay. like grapefruit. Okay, sure. There was an Amsterdam diesel. No, I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. <coughs> it is good weed it's or good whatever, weed. but it it's was not weed. sour diesel no. by any means. No, no, yeah, no. it was weird. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I like the weed, yeah. but I didn't think it was sour. Sure. It's just how some some of these genetics can kind of make up other flavors. I think it's kind of unique, and that's kind of where yeah where growers like you that know that are going to come in and totally change the game potentially where you're just going to be like hmm I know that plus that might get this and then it's kind of it kind of have, <coughs> might, might have to be like a four way cross or something at a certain point who knows uh, well that's what this is really oh cool because really what this is is it's a it's a sour skittle crossed with a sour tangy and then and then I put back to sour again oh my god <laughs> so that was the thing it kind of got it got a little lightened up for me, like it was tasting a little bubbly, like okay. it, it tasted great, but it wasn't like every single bud was yeah. smashing the head, you know? It was like some of them were lighter. I wish you could cross this with like a pre-98 bubble cooks. The real problem in the industry right now is this plant doesn't fucking care about your money. No. It doesn't care how much money you have. No. All it wants is love. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. This is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast. That's right. Here at the Dream Factory, 721 South First Street in the heart of the Arts District. 
This is the banter test. We'll be back. I um I want to see people from all over the world coming to Las Vegas. He's just sparking up a joint of something that he grew called. This is the Mandarin Stone. It's a new cultivar that uh, Jerome Baker is going to be dropping. And you had the opportunity to throw the Baker Cakes. Yep. Tell us a little bit about Baker Cakes. <coughs> uh, Baker Cakes uh, ice cream cake hybrid is uh, nice, hard, purple nugs, good cakey smell and taste. Um, it's a. I feel like the the cakes. Uh, uh, <laughs> good medicinal high. You know, like more evening smoke, maybe. Sure. <coughs> I love the, I love the mandarin. The, and then I can t definitely tell the skunk. The skunk in this is way, way back. Oh, shit. Like, it's all the way back in the like, diesel. Oh, wow. So that's like an original. Yeah. That's like, like an original skunk. Yeah, like this, the, the diesel I have was toast sour diesel okay sure. so so you had the nyc you had the sour and then you had the east coast so the, yeah. the east coast supposedly was either the second or third back cross the super skunk yeah. and so that was the one that was um that's why it had so much of a skunk you know like oh, okay yeah. like mine's always had like just way like it's more foul, you know? Yeah, just like wow. Yeah, yeah. And that's honestly when you open up that bag of sour diesel, it's that, that stunt there, that one's like, yo, this, this stunt on like, Yeah. That's where, I think yeah. that's where that. Um, and there's and there's been a lot of speculation on what are the actual genetics of sour diesel are. Like, what, what in your opinion, from what you know, like, what is sour diesel? I've always wanted to break that down. It's like a mystery mother plant. I mean, and like a skunk plant. Yeah, I think that's. What I it mean, is. yeah, that's that's what it would seem like. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to me just it's really one of the only strains I've ever had that's like truly psychedelic. Oh, okay. you know, hundred percent. I mean, like a, a good you get really twisted on some good sour, and like you lay down and you see pattern. You know, like oh, yeah. you close your eyes and. Yeah. I saw that again yeah. when I first started smoking, yeah. and then with a sour. Yeah, totally. And that's where, and that's where that's where in particular really does something for me. It takes you back. It takes you yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Especially for Jason and Jerome Baker on the Deadlock back in the early '90s, that was one of the, yeah one of the cultivars that really brought um, them to the next depth. For sure, you know, back in the day. You didn't get good weed unless you got it from Absolutely. us. Absolutely. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I bet that was a trip because we probably knew each other kind of in similar circles and to see each other now and to be able to see posters like this that say Jerome Baker cannabis, yeah. Jerome Baker live resin. I mean, I've been waiting a long time to see that. Like, yeah. No, we talked about it for a lot of years for sure. 30 years of coming to finally see that in reality is quite, quite a miraculous. Josh, tell us a little bit about the future of where uh, where you think uh, cannabis legal legalization is coming. Do you think that we're going to go full forward with this? Yeah, I, th I think we are, but we're really going to, I think some of it's going to have to loosen up to really, you know, because the, the, plant, the plant actually doesn't like what we're doing right now. The real 
major problem with the situation is people are just buying a plastic bag full of shit. Right. They don't actually know what they're getting. They're not allowed to smell it or touch it or the, you know, and so that's the problem is those is those plastic mylar bags. They can't even smell this one. Yeah. They can't feel it, they can't understand it. And so they look at the the lights and glitch it after a couple of weeks and they're like everyone comes through, Oh, the weed looks like that, I'm not buying that. It's like well, the, like the old medical model. I mean, did you ever go to any of the old medical yes. dispensaries? I mean, it yeah. was like a, it was like an easy thing, you know. It's like the weed was in a jar. Back, you can give it a in, little whiff or whatever. Absolutely. See, when I was in Colorado back in the day, it was like the Wild West. You could walk in there with fifteen pounds, you're, you and your homie group, and they would pay you right there. No, that's how it was in Cali too. Cool. That was the best. Yeah. That's the best. I mean, like just, just the fact that we could say that and to be like, yeah, that happened for a lot of people. Yeah. And I feel like the. Yeah, we lived through quite a reality of a, some cool times to say that we're here, uh, telling the story right now in Jerome Baker's Dream Factory. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. And that's kind of why, you know, after a couple far out experiences I had at a glass blowing studio, I saw a degenerate artist, I saw a young Jason Harris with his hair all short. I was like, whoa, wait, he's got his, he can, he's got to have a podcast. He's got to have a radio show. And I hit him up and he's like, all right, cool. Sounds like a pretty far out story, kid. Meet me at Champs Trade Show. And never look back. Yeah, I think it's rad. And you're putting out cannabis like this? I mean, it speaks for itself. It's gonna sell. It's gonna more than sell. And then once we get our whole team behind it to really push it, then we can really start to take it up a whole nother notch, you know? Um, I'm really stoked that Jason chose y'all over in California. Because, uh, there's a lot of growers that wanted to grow, grow Jason's weed, I think, and to have just a, a, a part in that from the get-go, from the start, is quite a historic thing, my friend. You're part of cannabis history here at Jerome Baker, here at Las Vegas Green Factory, 721 South First Street, in the heart of the Arts District. That's right. Make sure to come and get the Jerome Baker cannabis, the live resin. We have a couple couple different flavors. We have the Soulmate, the Forbidden Fruit, the Blueberry Muffins, the Squirt, the Ice Cream Cake, and Bob's. Um, and not to mention, uh, we have Lisa's Lemons, too. I'm so stoked to have you on the show, John. Thank you so much. For thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, bro. Dude. Have a good week. Thank you. That's right. We'll be back. This is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast. JeromeBaker.shop. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Here are past content at dromebaker.shop. Make sure to check out the new Drone Baker Cannabis today. This is the Baker Cast, the official Drone Baker podcast. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Want to hear more of our podcast? Go to dromebaker.shop. And make sure to check out the new Drone Baker Cannabis today. Welcome to the Baker Cast. Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Just wait. This is the Baker Cast. Put on your seatbelts. We got the keys to the spaceship. It's time to go for a ride. Stay tuned. Stay, stay, stay baked. This is the official Drone Baker Podcast. I'm Adam Stella. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Here are past podcast content at dronebaker.shop. Did you try the new Drone Baker cannabis yet? Bob and Cameron and Dan Kay invented the bubbler. That was the oh. first time we saw the water go through the thing, you know? Right. Stay tuned. Stay baked.
Sometimes I feel like I'm channeling energy and what I produce are the keys to the spaceship. Josh Young. That's right. Lions, Pride Genetics, Earth Green, Cali Farms, Humboldt County, California. That's right. The cultivators of the new Jerome Baker cannabis. This is the Baker Cast. I'm Adam Steller. Stay tuned. Stay baked. Make sure to hear our past content on DromeBaker.shop and try the new Jerome Baker cannabis today. Meridia Capital Holdings is a private equity firm targeting fundamental growth, drivers underpinning the rapid development of the cannabis industry. Our investment emphasis focuses on cultivation technologies, products, and services associated with the evolution of cannabis as an agricultural product, a natural healing-based medicine, and constitute for pharmaceutical formulations and a recreational consumer product. Meridia Capital Holdings seeks to invest in companies that successfully transition from startup to revenue-generating growth companies. We work to accelerate proven operating models, supercharge the growth of their commercial pipeline by identifying essential providers. With strong management teams, we can anticipate where enterprise-level or large industrial providers in non-related cannabis fields will look to find growth. How? In their core businesses through acquisition or investment. This is the Baker Cast, the official Jerome Baker podcast on jerome.baker.shop.